Fuck trying to be chill. Honestly, literally fuck it up the ass. Hey, Ro. Hi, Jane. How's it going? <laughs> Good. I'm feeling nervous. You're nervous because you just had half a bottle of wine. <laughs> Start to sweat. Um, it's a mad time. It's lashing snow. Um, me and Ro live a five minute walk from each other and it took us about 20 minutes to walk from her house to my house to record this episode. Yeah. So I hope you enjoy it because a lot of effort and fear and sweat <laughs> and, and tears went into it. Literally almost died. Yeah. Did uh, we, wait, because of the ice, <laughs> did we? <laughs> we didn't. There's ice on the floor, that's why we almost, ice on the floor, ice on the ground. Um, we've all gone mad, the snow is here, as I'm sure you all know, and the whole country's gone fucking apeshit. Yeah, but on the plus side, we have had three days off work so far. Well, working from home. Yeah. You can't see I'm doing bunny ears right now. <laughs> but yeah, no. uh, And also, like, why did we, why do you think that because it's snowing that we just eat so much shit? Look, I've just non-stop been eating. Like, I know bread is, like, the talk the of the town at the moment. And now, as Roe is a celiac, she can't eat bread. Yeah, but this is what I didn't understand. Every, bread is sold out everywhere. Fucking panic stations. And then I'm like, there was, like, a whole shelf of gluten-free bread, like. <laughs> I mean, it's like... Because it's shite. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not that bad, lads. Well, there were some lost souls wandering over to the gluten-free section in Dunn's, actually. I was like, yeah, welcome to my world, lads. Anyway, like, I don't even want to talk about bread. I'm so over bread right now. To be fair, I had bread for breakfast, bread for lunch. <laughs> I haven't had dinner yet, but I'd have bread. Um. Anyway, yeah, so the country's gone Pandemonium. mad. Pandemonium. Absolutely gone Jane's mad. Jane's been non-stop glued to the news for fucking hours. Oh my God, <laughs> Evelyn Cusack, it's her time to shine. Get it, Evelyn. Get I it. absolutely love her. I love it. And you know what? My dad called me this morning. Yeah. And I swear to God, Andrea, my girlfriend, was cracking up because I put him on speaker and he goes, Jane, put on RTE. You should watch RTE more. And I was like, Dad, I literally watch RTE nonstop. I love it. <laughs> I have Nationwide on Series Link. Like, I absolutely Dude. love it. Love it. Wait, Series Link is in it being recorded. Yeah, I love it. You record Nationwide. Oh my God. And one time I met your woman, Mary Kennedy, at an event I was working at. And I swear to God, I it was like the time I met Katy Perry, but better. Holy mother of God. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Love RTE. Um, um, anyway, so um, that's the context for this episode. Um... <laughs> We're not talking. We're not talking about snow. Uh, okay, so today. Oh, first of all, thank you for all of your um, nice things that you've said after our first episode. We were actually very nervous to release it. Um, it kind of happened all of a sudden. It actually got uploaded on the wrong day, uh, so, which was actually my bad. Grand because we had no time to think about it. Um, uh, and like all the messages, are so nice. People actually sending us Instagram messages and Instagram stories, just saying they really enjoyed it, which like I think is the nicest thing ever. So nice. So and nice. I I hate to say it, but if I listen to a podcast, I don't, th- and I really liked it. I don't think I'd go out of my way to. It's weird, like a small podcast that like other Irish gals or guys maybe made. I might message them and say I really liked it. I think I probably would, but like big podcast, definitely not. But no, yeah, yeah maybe no, it's, it's still, it's still really nice. Yeah, so nice. So keep it up. Thank you so much. <laughs> keep it, keep uh, massaging our egos. Yeah, um, um, no, because we really didn't expect it to go anywhere. It's just kind of a passion project for us and a bit of crack. So keep listening. Leave your reviews. Yes. It's now available on Stitcher, Podbean. <laughs> 
Rose' favourite <laughs> platform. She didn't believe me that it's an actual thing. Jane was iTunes. like, we're going to put it on Podbean. I'm like, okay, Jane, you work away on Podbean, but like, is it not all about iTunes? Anyway, this is, anyway, this, is, this was last week. She was unaware. But now I'm like all over the Podbean. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, yes. so um, thanks thanks for that. Um, so today we are talking about a topic that I think affects pretty much every girl anyway, and maybe some guys. Every um, girl, definitely for sure. Maybe guys, but like, yeah. So today we're talking about um, how to let go of being a chill girl. So, okay, to set some context um, of why this is the topic we're talking about. Um, the last few weeks I've been talking a lot with one of my friends about uh, she's, she was dating a guy very early stages and she, the kind of he lived in London she was away the kind of same kind of bullshit that goes on in that early stage of the relationship where she was like I just want to text him he hasn't texted me in two days what will I do what will I do um, and I hold my hands up and I was saying like just chill out just be chill be chill just like don't don't text him or whatever wait till he texts you play the game play the fucking game la 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 and then we both got to this like Realization. She eventually texts something like, "What's the story? Why are you not messaging me? Is this over?" Um, because she just wanted to know. Like, she just wanted to be stop. Like, she wanted just to stop thinking about it. And if it was over, just for it to be over, then. So, uh, we both came to. This, we we're both chatting about this, and when she was like, "Why was I pretending to be chill when like I'm not chill and I want more? I need more contact from a guy, even in the early stages. So why am I pretending to not to be chill when I'm fucking not?" And I was like, "That's so true, so true." And then I saw an article uh, from Vogue, not yeah, not, not Williams, not Williams the uh, magazine, the ma- the magazine. But no, I'm not. I don't even buy the magazine because like I'm not glam or rich. But I <laughs> an article came up on my Facebook, uh, and it was how to let go of the chill girl persona. And this is literally right after I was talking to my friend about it. So I was like, "This is like important." This yeah. is an important topic. So I'm going to read an excerpt Go on. from the article and Go then on. I think we'll set the context. Okay. Oh, I feel a bit like, I don't know, weird about reading this. <laughs> she's, she's wild. <laughs> okay. So somewhere along the trek between girlhood and womanhood, I went through a phase of trying excessively hard to be the most chill, fabulously blasé person ever. The problem was that I was not chill and I hated it. I yearned to be the most I yearned to be unburdened from the anxieties of caring and to revel in the magnetism of a breezy attitude. But before I knew it, I'd conjured an elusive halfway point between a desensitized robot and a whimsical movie character, a functioning fragment of myself, prenin oh I can't say that word. Perennially what? Perennially. Thanks, Jane. Unfazed by everyone and everything, convinced it would somehow improve my life. So when I read this, I was just like, Yes, 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 yes. Like yeah, it just really resonated with me. I think I've tried to be a chill girl in many situations in life. And I've realized, and I even like up until a few weeks ago, I was like, I need to be more chill in my life. I need to be more of a chill girl. And I've come to realize I fucking don't. But that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Like I am 100% not a chill girl. Just to set the scene, neither of us, we're probably the least chill girls Oh out my there. God. You know, we both um, have <laughs> suffered from anxiety and, you know, have tried to manage that and um, we're very planny like even if we're planning to meet up with each other it's very planny if anybody changes a plan even if it was a half an hour can I meet you here instead of here or can I meet you at half 12 instead of 12 I, I get so stressed out I you know I absolutely yeah. hate it and I try to be like cool cool yeah no bother no no it's not cool cool I didn't want to change the plan yeah and this is both in relationships and people I'm dating and friends it's in every it's in a lot of situations even in yeah. work as well so I think like I think to be honest the thing I think this whole chill girl thing is probably 
most uh, obvious, I th- uh, for me, maybe not for you, but in like when you're starting to see some, when you're in like starting early relationship with somebody. Yeah, well, that's kind of the, the kind of, that's where you play the game. Yeah. And, you know, you are doing that, playing hard to get, like it's so yeah. well known. Yeah. Um, you are trying to not show your interest in them, which is weird. You're trying to be blasé. You're, you're trying to look like you're in demand. When really, that's not what's going to set you up for a good relationship. No. I'm because like, they're going to yeah. figure out that you're not chill. They're going to realize you're not chill. And then what's going to happen? And also, I don't know if you've ever done this. I've done this where it's like, don't reply for two hours. Oh, like, constantly. Like how fucking mad is that like? No, and do you know what? I, I actually play this game in my head where <laughs> I wait a little while to reply. And then as soon as I reply, I hate myself all over again because now the ball's in their court the and I've court. lost the game. You've lost the game. That is not a basis for a good relationship. No, we all do it. But it's, it, I think it comes down to like, and I feel like it's always the girl in that situation that's like, no, hold up. Like, I don't think I, I maybe I'm wrong. Well, if you're in a lesbian relationship, I swear to God. What happens there? Oh, two two girls not replying to each other. <laughs> it's shite. Honest, honest standoff. Yeah, it's it's really shite. Um, unless the girl is not that into you and then she will reply. Right. But something real like, oh yeah, well, whatever. What do you mean? If she's not into you, she'll reply. I think with girls... Now look, I'm generalizing here, <laughs> but with girls, it's like... I know that if I was dating someone who I wasn't that into and they texted me, mm. I'd just reply something really vague because it wouldn't be a big thing. If yeah. I was really into a girl, I would play the game. I would wait a few hours. I would, you know, do all that shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. It's but it is definitely still there in gay relationships. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'm and I've been in a relationship for like seven and a half years now. So I, I mean, it's been that long. Yeah. Jesus, it's been a while. It's been a minute. Fair play to you. My chill girl uh, persona is well and truly dead and buried. But I'm going to tell you a story about when I uh, I was in my trying to be a chill girl pre-relationship stages, right? Okay. So this was when uh, I just started seeing Dave, my current boyfriend, and my, so I said my current boyfriend. It sounds like, like I plan to have another one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. My boyfriend for the moment. My, boyf- my boyfriend of the minute. Okay, so we're in the early stages. Do you know when you're starting to see somebody and it's like um, you only kind of meet up uh, and hook up like after nights out? Uh, no. Oh. So what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I That's not how, like a booty call. No, it's not a booty call because you'd be kind of like, you'd be like texting. Oh, like, are you around? You'd be like, are you going out tonight? Yeah, so am I. Okay, maybe see you later. Um, No, because whenever, just no. Oh, I feel like a big dark No, no, no. That is definitely a thing. It's not something I've ever done. I always just get myself into these weird, like intense, are we best friends? Are we in love? Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, your things are more like, yeah, friendships with girls. Then you'll go up like this. For me, it's always been like. Yeah, yeah. you know. But that is I normal. Go on. So, okay, yeah. So it was not a phase where like we'd only ever meet up. Like it wasn't as really a thing yet. So it was only kind of like, and he, sorry, also to say he ran club nights and was a DJ. So that. Cool dude. A cool guy. <coughs> War. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Uh, 2010. Whoop, whoop. Um, so he used to run those nights. And so th- that was probably another reason why I'd be like, see after kind of thing. Anyway. So this was like, I was obviously fully 100 million percent obsessed with him. And I remember messaging him being like, hey, are you going out tonight? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm DJing or whatever. And I was like, deadly, um, I'm going out with the girls. Uh, maybe see after. And he's like, yeah, cool. Like, I, I was not going out with the girls. I was at home in Bray, which is 
a while away from Dublin city centre. Late at night as well. Like, how are you going to get there? No, no, it wasn't that late. But yeah, it wasn't like a 3 a.m. or but it was like, I think he was finishing at 12 or something. So I was like, yeah, cool. I'll see you in town. Maybe, you know, I'll be out with the girls until and then. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Can I just, at what stage was this? Like, had you ridden a few times? Or um, like were you hand, texting? Oh, yeah. We're, oh, yeah. We we're texting, texting. But okay. we hooked up a few times. But like Hand handful. what? We'd hooked up a few times. Handful. Okay. What? I thought you were going somewhere else with no, that. I said, we'd hooked up Sorry. a few times. Go on. <laughs> okay, so, cool, meeting up after nights out, whatever. I got ready, got the bus or dart all the way from Bray into town, pretending that I was going on a night out with, the, with my friends. On your own, you did this? On my own. Okay. He, I was like, hey, what's your story? Like, pretending, probably pretending to be a bit drunk and stuff when I wasn't, like. And he was like, um, oh, I have to work another hour or some excuse. I don't know what it was. Um, and at this stage, I was, like, already by myself in town. I was like, okay, cool, no problem. Got back on the dart, went back to Bray. You did not. I did. Do you know what, as well? Like, I've been friends at Row for a very long, very long time. <laughs> like, over 10 years now. And I remember... When you were seeing Dave for the first time, and you have never told me that story. <laughs> no. <laughs> My God. You have never, you've told me a lot of stories about Dave. I remember when you first started getting together and everything. You've never told me that story. Yeah, there you go. Scarlet for my life. No shame, though. I've done similar stuff. No, and I actually only told him that because I was talking, talking about this episode, and I told him the other day, I was like, uh, Did you know what happened to me one time? And he was like, I literally want to cry. And like, he's like, That is the saddest thing. Like, not like sad, pathetic, <laughs> like, like genuine, like, Sad, probably actually pathetic and just like heartbreakingly sad. He's like, Roshan, that's so sad. Why didn't you just say like, do you want to meet like up after a thing? And this is exactly my the whole point of this. I was trying to be chill and pretend like I didn't care. And even when he was like, oh, I'm not going to be finished for a while. Just you may as well, whatever. Keep hanging out with your friends, whatever. I was just like, cool. And he just went home. And like he did not like hours and like effort and you probably got all dolled up and everything but the thing is like to me like how old were you then about 21 20 20 20, that's very young but it still happens now up until like two years ago I did something very similar where I was dating a girl who made me like ultimate chill girl like trying to be so calm when really I was an absolute utter mess over her like just constantly trying to God, I said mental now. <laughs> no, no, really, don't. I'm chill. That's the whole point. You don't say no, mental. No, yeah, we were seeing each other and it was all really hot and heavy and then... Hot sh- and heavy? Hot and heavy. That's an interesting word choice. I feel a bit... <laughs> hot and heavy, like... <laughs> right? <laughs> um, no, it was like really super intense and then it just stopped and I couldn't figure out why. And I was doing that thing where I was trying to cling onto it. I was like, yeah. well, why Why is it not like that anymore? Yeah. And what happened? And what, you know, and I was really left in the dark. I didn't really get any explanation. But we stayed friends after. Friends, but like, you know, it's still, it would be weird. Mm. Like, weird. Like, you know, have dinners and... Candles. Candles and hang out all the time. And, you know, texting constantly. Last person you text at night, first thing in the morning type thing. Yeah. And um, I remember she was... She lived in an area. I don't want to out who this girl was. <laughs> and um, I remember I finished work and I texted her being like, hey, are you around? And she said, oh, yeah, no, I'm just in my house with some friends. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. Uh, I happen to be in the area. Um, I wasn't in the area. You weren't in the area, James. I wasn't. You were nowhere fucking near the area, no, were you? Um, I walked 
30 to 40 minutes out of my <gasps> way. 30 to 40 minutes out of my way. Um, <laughs> on the off chance that she would text me and say, oh, come over. Because I said I was in the area and she hadn't responded. I was fishing for an invite. So I just kept walking, oh. waiting for her to say like, oh, no, oh, oh if you're in the area, come over and have a beer with yeah. us or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, been there, been there, been there. Yeah, and I walked so far out of my way. It was cold and um, I was just looking at my phone, <laughs> looking at my phone. And then... Um, Never got that text. Uh, so I was like, right, I better just go home then because I was wandering the streets, mm. walking so slowly as well. And then I'm sure didn't I bump into a mate of ours <gasps> on the dart on the way home. And uh, I got on like four stops after my usual stop. Like, And she was like, what are you doing here? Oh, God. Don't you get on? Like, aren't you a Tara? And I was like, oh, yeah, I just kind of felt like a bit of a walk tonight. And she was like, go come back. oh, okay. But to this day, I've never told her why I was doing that. Because I was mortified. I know, you're so embarrassed about being needy or mad. Like, yeah, but do you know what? The most attractive thing is if someone says to you, hey, let's do something. I want to come yeah. over. Okay, yes. I do think that's very attractive. However, there is also a problem that oh, some of us have. Read, read the situation as well, though. Oh, yeah. Obviously, don't <laughs> just say to random or, yeah. or coming over. But like there, I, I, I feel this way sometimes that like sometimes if like a guy does come across maybe a little bit more needy than I'm used to that I'd be like turned off a bit. Now that's fucking terrible. Like that's also like never happy. Like yeah, you know if someone's a bit then you're like oh they're like they they like me so much like fuck off. No, but do you know what I I think that says more about the person than it does about them being needy. If it was someone you really liked, yes, and they said. Like, for instance, Andrea, there was never any issue with her. My current girlfriend. There was yeah, never any yeah. issue. It was that's like, well, do you want to do this? Yes, I would like to do that. Yeah. And then we did it. I think that's a really good point. I think if, if you were going to be forward with somebody and be like, okay, if you're forward with somebody and you actually are just honest and say, I'd really like to see you tonight, right? If they end up, if that freaks them out, then they're just not that into you. That's what I mean. Yeah. They're just not that into you. If they're yeah. saying like, oh, if there's that, that's a bit forward, that's a bit too much. Then like, honestly, they're just not that into you. So it's like actually the grand. Yeah. But I think as humans, we all have this intense fear of rejection. Yes. Obviously. I used to do this thing also just on the, that, this, the whole Dave, uh, early stages thing that like, um, as you said, he ran club nights and I probably, yeah, you're probably involved in this, but like, uh, I would like beg, beg people to go to his club night just so I had some friends to go with I'll stop right there and I'll say I remember several times where we me me and Roach just went to the club by ourselves. that's fine what's wrong with that Two do you remember the time we were celebrating the royal wedding of oh Will and Kate oh my god we just said this <laughs> but we kept insisting that the real star of the show was Pippa and her arse Yes, I do remember that. We were just prancing around the whole night saying, to, to Willem and Kate. To, to like, we're Irish. Like, why do we care? No, I don't know. I think we, we want an excuse for going out and then... But I was, I'd day. be like, literally, I'll pay, for, I'll, like, I'll pay for you in. I was just so like, I oh, have to go. Oh, desperate. But like, now look at me. I remember being in a situation with someone where I really liked someone and they asked me to be there. Will you please come with me to see this person <gasps> I like? Oh, heartbreak. Yeah, it was Heartbreak shit. hotel. Shit. Um, but the thing is, it's not even just relationships. It's, you know, friendships as well. Like, yeah, yeah. I, maybe not to the same extent, but I definitely would hide a lot of myself from friends just because I don't want to seem like a burden. I don't want to seem like someone that constantly needs to be minded because I wanted to seem like I was chill. Yeah. Or if, you know, I was 
left out of something and I was sad about it. Yeah. I wouldn't say it. I'd just be like, That's okay, really whatever. Good. Yeah, I hadn't actually, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, there's been definitely been times where I've been super sad about something. Yeah. And you know, really down. And you know, when you text someone and you really just need a friend, you just you just need someone to come over and have a cup of tea with you, someone yeah. who you trust. Yeah. And I've been in situations where I've texted a couple friends, and I'd say exact words like, "Hey, um, I know it's short notice, and I don't know if you'd be around, but if you are, would you like mm-hmm. to come over for a cup of tea?" If not, that's totally grand. Uh, maybe another time. And then they'll text back and say, oh, sorry, actually, I'm not around. And then I'll just literally be so yeah. sad for the night. I'm so alone. If I had said to any one of my friends, look, Ro, I'm really sad. Yeah. Do you mind coming over for a cup of tea? I'd really appreciate it. It would be no issue. And your mind knows that. Yeah. But you still can't bring yourself to, to actually say those words because it, it makes you seem vulnerable. It makes you seem need, like overly needy. Like, and it's actually, I never really thought about it in the friendship context, but like, even if a friend says to you, like I say, you're planning something and they say like, ah, oh, they, they cancel or whatever. And like, you're genuinely very upset. Like you're upset about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's normal because you plan something, you're excited about it. You're looking forward to seeing them. And then so often that I'm literally like, like there's been so many times where I've literally written out a message being like, to be honest, I'm really disappointed yeah. that you canceled. Like we haven't seen each other, blah, blah, blah. This meant a lot to me. And I've literally like canceled it and then said, Okay, cool. I've done that, and I do that regularly. So regularly. regularly, yeah, regularly. And I'm like, I'm like, why have I deleted that message now? In fairness, okay, there's a time and a place. Maybe text messages in the time to say something like that. But that's not even really it. Ultimately, it's just me being like, stop being so high strung, Roisin. Just fucking chill the fuck out. I know, like, just let it go. But the thing is, this is why it's so damaging because it stifles your self expression. Ooh. But it does. <laughs> it's making you like. But you're about to say something genuine and we are allowed to have feelings and we're allowed to be disappointed and we should be communicating those things to your friends. But once you say, oh, no, I can't because I'm going to be seen as this, you're putting this stop on yourself. And I think in a way it kind of prevents you from developing certain aspects of yourself. Yeah. And like just to, yeah, just bring it back to that article for a second that I read about the the chill girl like there was a quote in it that said like having needs and expectations doesn't actually make me difficult or an ins- some like insatiable monster and it's like just because you say like actually I really wanted to see you I'm disappointed like that doesn't make you crazy or mad or like needy and anything it's just that's just how you genuinely feel yeah so why are you trying to pretend like you don't feel that way because you don't want to be a burden and you don't want to make it awkward. Like, that's the thing, making it awkward. Making it awkward. If you make it awkward, well then maybe next time they're not going to text you because, oh, they're pissed off at me because the last time. And, you know, I think that's, I don't think, I don't think it's true. And like, also, there's been plenty of yeah. times as well, there has been plenty of times as well where I have said something and it was grand. It's usually grand, I think. Just but get also, your shit yeah. out. But then I think it also like by saying like cool, it's allowing that per that person kind of to continue with like unacceptable behavior. If it's something like they're bailing the whole time, it's like. But you saying okay, cool, you're kind of like that's grand then, and like it's actually not grand to keep bailing on people the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, and then also in work, I think it's a big, um, I think it's yeah. a big problem for women in particular. Yeah, you're like I don't actually be like okay, what well, this year what I want to achieve is this, this, and this, and I want to hit this target. And, like you, I don't just come across as like. Have you ever had any experiences in work where you felt like, actually, have you ever typed out an email? And <laughs> and like, and like, Ro, you are a manager, like you mm-hmm. manage a team. Yeah. So you are allowed, be not chill. 
you are allowed manage <laughs> <Yeah>. like that <laughs> is literally <laughs> your yeah. job have you ever had a time where you have written out an email and then rewritten it because you sounded too harsh or too forward or oh literally every single day of my life every single day yeah every single day yeah there's a really interesting article i literally can't remember when or what whatever but the whole context of that was like um the way that women write emails just wanted just to wondering. check in with just checking in if possible and like i do this the whole, i'm like no I, I genuinely need this thing done by 2 p.m but instead i'm saying hiya just wondering if it's okay that you could possibly do this by 2 p.m do you think if not no worries like no it's and not you're saying no that worries. to like a subordinate <laughs> yeah like it's, it's not, it's not it's no a fine time in your paid job <laughs> <laughs> to do this job. task that your manager's asking you to do. Yeah, it's fucking insane. And like, there's some guys like in work who I see email. And I'm like, if I emailed in the exact same tone that they, they did, which is really like, hi, Roisin, please have this report over by 2 p.m. The, my version of that is like, hi, guys, just wondering. Please, thank you. No worries if not. Let me know. If I wrote it the way that I've seen some of the guys write it, like, I'd be like, well, I'm going to come across like a fucking bitch. That's the thing. It comes back to powerful women are bitches and um, powerful, powerful men, men are, are deadly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. that's that's what it comes down to. But yeah, I do the, I write emails on a daily basis. And then, and then <laughs> I, do you know what? I've gotten to a habit of writing it with, as I would say it, yeah. and then going back and editing it and making yeah. a point to like delete the, just wanted to blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's so shit that we have to think like that as well. Yeah. And it's something that I still struggle with. Like, I know we're talking about being, like how being a chill girl is bad, but I will put my hands up and say that I still am trying to be that chill girl, but I'm trying to catch myself in those moments. Yeah. Like, it's I, tough. I've, like, to be honest, I, like, this... At the start of this year, I was like, you know, I realized that I'm like a real plannery type person, which I think comes with the non-chill territory. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, like, I love a good plan. Oh, I love a fucking plan. Like, oh, uh, I, went into, I went into the designist and spent 60 euro on notebooks and planners. That's next level shit. No, I'm not like that. No, I'm not like, I'm not like notebooky, planny list. Oh, I love it. No, I'm more just like genuinely like planning a lot in my head. Uh, but I'm not, I've never been like anal about lists and stuff like that. I know some people are mad into that. But, um... Yeah, and I realized that like it was kind of getting a little bit dodgy for me to be. I, I realized that I was like putting a lot of emphasis on plans. Do you know what I mean? Like whether it's a holiday or something, without maybe dealing with shit at them in the moment. Like you know, you know that kind of way. You're kind of like would it be to the point where you would get really anxious if you deviated from the plan. No, it's actually not that. It's more that like I'm I'm I'm. Uh, let's say I'm planning if I'm planning a holiday and I'm like kind of like look really looking forward to the holiday focusing a lot on planning the holiday but maybe not dealing with a bit of a funky situation I'll be in at the moment okay like feeling gotcha. a little bit like like that's the remedy yeah for it's like January this. like January blues everyone has them everyone books holidays in January and I was kind of like really obsessing about like booking a trip and I just kind of realized oh no is it because there might be something else going on anyway my point is that like I was kind of, I said I was like okay maybe I should just cool off on the plans for a while and just deal with whatever emotion you think I'm feeling um and I was kind of saying okay I need to just relax in general I need to be like more chill about my year more chill about planning and I kind of was trying to do that for a few weeks and then I just kind of realized fuck that no you are who you are who you are yeah and I like I, I do think okay I need to fucking rectify it Jesus, I don't know why I cursed randomly there. Um, that's a real <laughs> random point of the sentence to add in the word fucking. But um, I do think that like, yeah, I think I need to, obviously there's stuff going on that I might need to deal with. But I do think that um, I love planning. Love it. 
I'm not going to apologize for that anymore. I'm like, no. Cause people, like, I'm not going to cool the jets on that. I love doing it. It's actually something I really enjoy. And I've just decided, like, it's not who I am. I've always been like this. Yeah, no, I would 100% be a planner as well. Like, yeah. I mean, ask anyone. I absolutely... I get a bit anxious if I do deviate from my plan, so. Yeah, I'm not chill about plan. Like, I like just to have things planned. And I I'm like to have things planned. But the thing is, is that is a good quality. It's a good quality. And actually... It's how you manage it is yeah. kind of, you know, how you let it affect you is is kind of where you get into kind of grey territory. But if you're a good planner, you're a good planner. There's Lola, sorry, the cat. Does she like the belly rub? Um, she's weird about belly rubs, isn't yes, she? Yes, pet her belly. Oh no, she's gonna. No, but if you scratch her under the ear, no, I'm scared. She's talking now. about my cat at the moment. Who's no, I'm scared now because you've given me instructions and I'm just freaked out that she won't like it. And no, she's going to claw my eyes out. But the um, thing is, being a planner is is a great thing. Um, it's just I guess when it verges on anxiety, yes, that's when you need to deal with it. Which it can actually for me as well. Like I can get really anxious about like. Yeah, a weekend away or something, I'd be like, oh, but like, the, you know, if, if the planning goes into someone else's hands, sometimes I get real like frantic that I have not in control of it, which is obviously not great. Um, but actually, an interesting thing is that m- my therapist, <laughs> who's feel, also my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have said that sooner. We share we actually, a therapist. We share a therapist, but she, she actually doesn't know that we know each other. She doesn't know we know each other. And we won't be telling her about this podcast. Definitely not. I, point, I've actually. been recommending her to everybody. <laughs> We've been like sending it to all our friends, but not yeah. She's amazing. She is fucking amazing. We should just give her details out. No, yeah. uh, she's amazing. But anyway, I went to her. Um, why do I feel like such a gobshite when I say my therapist? Is this an American? Yeah, it's so like an American LA thing. <laughs> yeah. But actually, everybody should go to therapy because it is literally life changing. So we're going to do an episode on that. Yeah, we will. We will. So later. I went into her and I was like, talk, shite on, and you're like, it's like I thought saying I'm really high strung, and everyone. She's like, why do you keep saying highly strung? And I was like, I don't know. And she was just like. Like she goes, are you like are you anxious? I'm like I don't know. And then anyway, we came to the point. She was like, you like to plan, you like this and the other. Um, and she was like saying, this is actually a strength. Like she was like saying, like you've you've gotten really far in your career. You've got it seems like loads of great friends, and you you've gone so many places. You've planned so many holidays. She's like, this quality of you that you're saying is highly strong is actually an amazing quality she's like you don't yeah. lose that and you, that's, it's, it's really good so I was like huh, yeah exactly Yeah. for me as well like when I was talking to her about the same <laughs> thing um, you know she she always tells me that well you are a survivor You your mind thinks like that because when you were younger you had to survive Yeah. because um, my mum died when I was really little so I had to kind of cultivate those skills to, to get by and I had to have a plan mm-hmm. so that's an achievement that's amazing and I wouldn't have got as far as I am right now, if it wasn't for those skills, and Ro, same as you, like if you weren't a planner, you wouldn't have got to where you are now. In so fact, I would hate to be a real chill girl. Oh, I would hate to be. You know those people that are actually genuinely so aloof, and they actually don't really ever. That sounds actually okay. Do you know what? Really nasty. But you know, they're like, I don't know what my plan is. There's some people who say, I don't know what my plan is, but actually always succeed, and that's really annoying. There's also people who would say, I don't know what my plan is, and their life is a fucking train wreck. And I'm like, I <laughs> would no way like to trade. No, absolutely not. Like you're just like, how have you no, thought about do you know the next what? few do you months? Know what? As you say that, <laughs> what comes into my head is last night I watched Paper Towns because it was on Netflix. Tune in if you're having a snow day. I don't know what that is. Um, you do because we went to the cinema to see it together. What? Cara Delevingne, um, <gasps> the Nat movie. Wolf, yes, the, the Fault yes. in the Stars yes. guy. Yes, yeah, and Cara Delevingne is in it, and she's so annoying. Her character is like terrible. She's so she's just manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, which doesn't exist. No, 
like I blame Zoe Deschanel I blame Carrie Delevingne I blame the male writers who wrote those characters wrote those fucking chill girls characters oh, that all the men fall in love with oh. they're so frustrating and Cara Delevingne she goes off and you know she runs away and she leaves all these clues for this guy to go find her and you know no one cares no one cares anyway real girls aren't like that and I would hate to be like that no one cares <laughs> I went off on a tangent there <laughs> Paper Towns is a shit movie don't watch it so when you're about to text that guy that you're texting and you're like no I need to be more chill just be like no this is my best quality <laughs> just it's your best quality him. your best quality like, if you don't text that person and then they end up like I mean you're just saying like hey what's the story are we still seeing each other or are we meeting tonight and it's fucking grand Let's stop trying to hide our chillness. Or yeah, and if it's not grand, then that's a red flag. If it's not grand, if they're a bit freaked out, then like literally fuck them. Well, no, sorry, you won't <laughs> be fucking them. <laughs> it's over. Just be like, see you later. But yeah, no, it's not going to work out. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I guess, what do we take away from this? Like, I think I think just. Like I definitely still struggle with this. This is something that I constantly have to check myself for. Well, I just think it's difficult for women because I think we are just society wants to tell us that we're if we express if we expressed our needs and desires that we are crazy bunny boilers, um, needy, all this stuff. And actually, it's total bullshit. I think if you if you need to text somebody if you need to text the guy you're seeing every day and that's what you genuinely need to feel comfortable yeah then say that and if they're not cool with that then i mean how are you ever gonna have a relationship with them i just think logically about that if they're saying no fuck this not up no for that then you're like well grand this will never work it's like you're not gonna trick them and lure them in and then lure them in by saying and then you'll have them and they can't get away that's not healthy like i know i definitely was like no no i'll just like make him fall in love with me and then he'll be in love with me and then he'll understand my craziness but it's not how it works people love you because of all your fucking little stupid things yeah and also i will say when you find love it will not be what you expected it to be (laughs) in love no in a in a nice it's actually way kind of shit in a nice way do you know when you first start dating someone and you have those games and it's back and forth and there's so much passion and excitement and blah 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 but really anxiety yeah. when you actually find love it, it just feels so normal and nice and comfortable yeah like you don't feel at any stage mental or needy exactly no it's just like this is just a normal like yeah so yeah. I guess when you're dating someone and if you feel that like back and forth what's going on you know passion like it's probably not real <laughs> can I also just say this another thing like we're going to end very soon but like I've heard a lot of guys talk about girls that they've um been with ex-girlfriends and they'd be like oh yeah she's fucking crazy and I'm like stop fucking hate it there. and I'm like was she was she crazy was she how was she crazy and then she's like ooh, ooh. <laughs> she's doing a frankenstein impression here <laughs> i'm like and i'm like no no i'm sure sorry i'm sure you just actually ghosted her or i'm sure you just stopped replying and then she might or ditched her for your mates or ditched her for your mates or literally just ignored her or f- fell off the fucking pl- planet or face what <laughs> face of the earth face of the earth and she then maybe she did text you eight times in two days. Maybe she did text you eight times in one hour. But probably because she thought you were dead. Because you're being a fucking arsehole and you weren't respecting someone's time. And it's like she's always not crazy for then being like, what's the story? Hello. Hello. Where are you? Like you're you. I think I think guys actually 
love to bring this out. I think they love, they know that if they don't text back or if they ignore us, that the ghost us, whatever you want to call the word for it. Um, like there's a reason. Then they look like they're really desirable. 100 million percent. Oh, she's crazy. And then me. they can tell their lads that she's fucking crazy. She's fucking crazy. And I absolutely, anytime I hear a guy call a girl crazy, I'm like, nope, not having that. What exactly happened? And you're like, yeah. And of course, girls can be crazy, guys can be crazy. Of course, this happens. But like for the most part, it's just that the guy was actually being a fucking arsehole. And she just was being like, this, I want, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, I would 100% agree with you. But I would also say I wouldn't generalize either. Well, clearly we've generalized a lot. <laughs> that was a five minute tangent. I mean, this, this entire podcast is one big generalization based on our views of the world. But yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. But yeah, no, there's definitely times that I can think of not not recently, but when I was a little, like maybe my early 20s, where I was calling girls crazy. But then when I actually think about it, no. Like you no, know, what happened was you probably weren't that into the girl and you probably did just ignore her or stop texting exactly. her back. And, and I, then she then was like, what? She was mad into you. Yeah. She was then texting you being like, what's the story? What's going on? And you're like, God, she phone fucking leave me alone. She's fucking, and you're like, actually, no, what I did Yeah, there, no, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I, I, I actually dropped, I just was, I wasn't being, I wasn't being... I it's only lo- it's only looking back that I'm like oh shit I was an arsehole yeah. look we've all been there we've all been the person to just ignore somebody and we've all been also the person to text someone 70 million times in one day but you know yeah so it's grand <laughs> so just try fine. not to do that yeah. just try to be a nice person and be honest and I think fuck trying to be chill honestly literally fuck it up the ass yeah seriously <laughs> I mean uh, I think it has a really severe impact on on our mental health and yeah. our development because you know if you are constantly trying if you're constantly acting in a way that you want to please someone else you know you're being completely disingenuous yeah um and there's parts of you that you're not expressing and I think that's really damaging yeah um because there's so much you could give if you just you know took off that facade and and yeah you know became the person you should be yeah i guess i I mean yeah and i think if you if you're feeling down and you want to meet up with a friend for a cup of coffee or whatever or or if you're like want to know what's going on with the guy you're seeing or if you're like um you just want to tell a guy ask a guy to meet up or whatever like like literally say just say it fuck the chill girl just be like hey i'm actually feeling down today do you want to meet up hey I like you. Do you want to go for coffee? Like literally fuck it and see what happens and let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. <laughs> and if it all goes to shit, yeah. then sure fuck it. Yeah. It wasn't um, going to work out anyway. Yeah. Um, so thanks for tuning in. Yeah, I mean, it's very snowy outside. I don't know what's going to happen it's with really us It's really snowing. Uh, to be honest, die. it looks like that Roe is going to bunk up with Lola the cat tonight <laughs> in my house. Um, Lest they die. Um, yeah, no, I'm genuinely worried for... <laughs> everyone's safety, Ireland's safety. Um, thanks for listening, if you've gotten this far. Um, again, keep messaging us, telling us what you liked or what you didn't like. Like, always open to suggestions and feedback. And leave a review if you can, whatever place you're listening to this on uh, rose favorite pod bean pod bean no yeah no leave a review um because they mean a lot um they really do they do um, they get those fucking algorithm no not just like it doesn't just warm our hearts like it, it actually means our, a lot it warms our algorithms and also just follow us on instagram that'd be deadly yeah at the state of us podcast um yeah. we post up some gas stuff sometimes but not all the time but sometimes but sometimes but we have yeah yeah there's a lot going on uh okay Okay. Bye. See ya.